And so what I mean by genuine optimism, I don't mean like toxic positivity, no bad days, no bad thoughts, whatever, because that's not realistic. That's all fake internet bullshit. But (laughs) genuine optimism is when we can offer ourselves compassion and acknowledge the realities of being a human. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Babe podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endobabe podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endobabes, and I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me, babes? See you in the podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Endo Babe podcast. So depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be 2022. So happy new year. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. And you're really ready and rested and revived and going to hit 2022 with a brand new, with some umph, I think is what I want to say. I love the end of the year, not only because it's like the holiday season, but just the wrapping up of the year and getting prepared for the next year. I always feel like there's this positive life force energy that's just like bubbly and everybody is all giddy and happy and celebrating and just like ready to hit the ground running for whatever your goals and ambitions are for this year. With the new year always comes new year's resolutions, which honestly, myself included, most people break after about a month or so. Um, And so this whole podcast, I want to chat with you about 10 different realistic new year's resolutions that you can make this year to help support your endometriosis, right? Because setting realistic new year's resolutions is important, especially for those of us with chronic illness, because new habits come with time and practice and consistency and integrity, right? And they don't come overnight. Like I've said a million times before, nothing ever happens at the snap of a finger, right? You can't just take a magic pill and have these new habits solidified and easy. And it takes time and patience and consistency to really make, instead of short-term goals, make them long-term lifestyle habits, right? And a lot of the times we usually like shoot for the moon. You know, we make this like big, huge resolution that's extremely challenging, right? And daunting. And it makes it less likely for us to keep it, right? This is why creating small, simple, realistic resolutions sometimes works better and can cause less stress. If you are one of those people that likes to create a big, huge goal, breaking it down into smaller, little manageable goals is a way you can kind of tackle that without getting overwhelmed. But today I want to share with you 10 realistic resolutions that you can take and use as your own. Obviously, everybody has their own healing journey. Some things are going to resonate. Maybe you're already doing some of these things, which is fantastic, but you could take any of them. You can take all of them, 
whatever resonates, but 10 realistic resolutions to help you support your endometriosis in 2022. So the first resolution is making your medical appointments a priority, right? It can get really easy to be bogged down and not prioritize like things like therapy or pelvic floor therapy, or even surgery with a skilled endometriosis surgeon, especially when we're busy, we can just like push things off, push things off. Oh, we'll do it later. Do it later. Do it later. But making a commitment to make your medical appointments a priority and staying consistent with them throughout the year is going to help you move forward tenfold, right? Whether again, if it's therapy, pelvic floor therapy, it doesn't even have to be related to endometriosis, right? It could be going to the dentist, going to your physical, like just doing the little checkups and appointments that are going to help you move forward in your healing journey, right? Because I know I talk a lot on this podcast about like alternative therapies and things like that. That doesn't mean that conventional medicine is bad or that I don't believe in it, right? I think they have to go hand in hand. It's not just all conventional medicine. It's not just all alternative things. I think there's a little mix of the two and that's going to, that's going to help you improve your quality of life and move forward to having more good days than bad. So number one, make your medical checkups, medical appointments, a priority this year. Number two is to just start cooking at home more, or if you don't know how to cook, make it a priority to learn to cook, right? There's so much junk out there when you ought to eat, if you're eating fast food all of the time, right? Like you don't know what's in your food. And when you can cook at home, you know, well, number one, you obviously know what's in it because you're putting things in it, but you can make healthier alternatives. It's also just like a good, I don't know. I love cooking. Right. And I used to be terrible at it. I lit easy Mac on fire in the microwave right? Like I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) It just took a little bit of time, like years of me having to learn how to cook. And now I enjoy cooking and I can make up recipes and all sorts of things, you know, but nothing happens overnight, but it was my commitment to learning how to cook. That's helped me cook more at home. Right. And so either make the commitment to start cooking more at home, right. Whether it be like one pan meals or sheet pan meals, or just crock pot things, just things that are easy, that aren't going to take too much effort. So you can meal prep, right? So you can get a bunch of things done. And if you need help with this, like my DMs are always open. My email is always open, but just making that commitment to either start cooking at home more or to learn to cook this year can make a world of a difference. Number three is reducing the amount of processed foods that you eat per week, right? And this could also be reducing the amount of times you eat fast food, right? Because fast food is basically processed food. Um, and processed food is just anything that was made in a lab, anything that comes in a bag, anything other than like whole foods, whole fruits and veggies and grains and beans and meats, right? So like you're thinking chips and breads and things like that, just reducing the amount that you eat of that per week, uh, has been shown to help improve inflammation, right? So that could be like a nice little goal is just reducing the amount of processed foods you eat. And I just say reducing the amount because nobody's perfect. You're still going to have chips if you want them. You know, you don't have to give up everything completely 
It's just reducing the amount to improve your overall or reduce your overall like toxin load, I suppose. So that's number three. Number four is you can choose to start eating 30 different plant foods per week to improve your gut health, right? Commit to eating 30 different plant foods per week to improve your gut health, right? And that includes all the different leafy greens and vegetables. And if you're eating like, if you get salads or whatever and putting all the different veggies in there and just trying to switch it up because the more diverse our diet is, the more diverse our gut microbiome is and the healthier our gut is, right? If you want to listen to the episode I did with Christy, she's a dietitian that focuses specifically on gut health and endometriosis. I'll link it below. I believe it's number 69. Um, she's amazing. You can also reach out to her. She has a lot of good information on her, on her Instagram and her website and things like that. But that could be a nice realistic resolution is just start eating 30 different plant foods per week. Number five is to start looking at reducing your household environmental toxin load. Environmental toxins can wreak havoc on our hormones and living in a modern world, they're literally everywhere. They're in all of our cleaning supplies. They're in our beauty products. They're in the air. They're in the pesticides that are on our food. They're literally everywhere. So you can start looking at reducing your household environmental toxin load by switching to safe household cleaners, right? Or reducing your exposure to plastic and switching over to glass Tupperware, right? Stop buying things that come in plastic, such as like food products, switch to safe household cleaners like Myers, switch over your laundry detergent, just little swaps like that. And you don't have to do this all at once. So it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg, you know, just like switch out one thing at a time, switch your soaps, switch your laundry soap, switch your dish soap, switch just like one thing at a time. And if you want to research like household cleaners in your area, the E- Oh, the EWG is that environmental working group. They have a list of like clean products, right? Cause they're a nonprofit. They're dedicated to helping you live your healthiest life through reducing your amount of environmental toxins, uh, beauty toxins, anything. Right. And they have all of these different, um, I don't know, they have like blogs about it. Right. So you can go on there and you can find toxic free, safe products whether it be from like your cookware and food containers to cleaning supplies, right? They have literally everything. They have makeup on there. They have, I think they're called consumer guides. But anyway, you can go on ewg.org and look up like their consumer guides there and figure out like what are safer, non-toxic products that you should be using, right? And again, you don't have to do it all at once but just start committing to reducing it, right? And you could take all year to do it if you want. You can take a couple of years to do it. Eli and I started, I started before I met Eli. So I was like 2015, right? I stopped buying like all of the like kaboom and things like that that are just like full of gross things. And I started switching over to, I use Myers brand, right? Um, but yeah, just go on ewg.org and you can like research all of that. Number six is looking at reducing your beauty environmental toxin load, right? By switching to non-toxic beauty skin and hair products. And this is something that I am committing to this year because I've 
I've already done like my environmental toxin load, you know, switching to less plastic, all that fun stuff. I'm starting to switch over to like non-toxic beauty skin and hair products, right? And this is, again, you can find it on the ewg.org. Um, but brands like Beauty Counter, um, Jane Airedale, Airedale, you know, there's just like a whole list of things on there because what you put on your skin gets absorbed into your body. And we all know that endometriosis can be affected by environmental toxins, right? Whether again, it's from household or beauty or just literally breathing air from living in like a big city. So something that, yeah, I'm committing to this here is switching to non-toxic beauty, skin and hair products. But again, like I said, I've been doing this switch since 2015, (laughs) just one little tiny thing at a time. And when I'm consistent with that, I start, I add in another thing or I swap out another thing I should say. Um, So again, do it at your own pace, but just start looking at it is, or starting to look at it as a good resolution for this next year. Number seven is committing to moving your body more weekly, right? Whether that is laying in bed and like stretching your legs or fluttering your feet, you know, or going on a walk every day or riding your bike or taking your dog to the park or joining a a gym or joining a yoga class or finding something that can help you move your body more. Right. And I know that's kind of like a catch 22 because sometimes moving causes pain, but there's an aspect of chronic pain where moving, where we avoid movement because we're scared that it's going to cause us pain. And that lack of movement causes our muscles to atrophy and it actually increases our sensitivity to pain. Right. So if you commit to start moving your body more weekly, you kind of counteract that and move yourself upward out of the chronic pain spiral. Um, and I'll do a podcast about that, the whole chronic pain cycle here, um, probably in January, I think it's coming out, but yeah, start moving your body more. It's a great, realistic new year's resolution. Number eight is to sleep more. It depends on your body, right? But they recommend at least like seven to nine hours per night. And so whether that means that you're committing to getting in bed earlier or waking up earlier, whatever works better for your body, but committing to sleep more is a fantastic new year's resolution, right? Because our bodies heal when we sleep, our bodies need rest. Rest is productive. Sometimes it can be the most productive thing that you do. So if you don't feel like you sleep enough, committing to sleeping more is a fantastic resolution for you. Um, number nine is trying complementary treatments such as like acupuncture or meditation or yoga or creative therapy, whatever resonates with you, right? Because again, we're all on different healing journeys, but committing to trying complementary treatments, alternative treatments that go hand in hand with conventional medicine, right? Can help you move forward to having more good days than bad a lot faster, right? And things are going to work for some people. They're not going to work for other people, but just trying, like committing to trying some of them is a great, great. You can commit to like some one a month or something like that, or one every three months, even that's just another realistic resolution. That's going to help you support your endo. And number 10 is committing to self-care and genuine optimism in 2022. And so what I mean by genuine optimism, I don't mean like toxic positivity, no bad days, no bad thoughts, whatever, because that's 
not realistic. That's all fake internet bullshit, but (laughs) genuine optimism is when we can offer ourselves compassion and acknowledge the realities of being a human, right? Whether that be a difficult emotions or brain being a dick, you know, when you can offer yourself compassion and acknowledge that things like that happen, you can make an effort to change the negative thought patterns that no longer serve you. Right. And so you can start to challenge your negative beliefs. You can start to shift a negative belief into a positive one, right? You can start to shift your vocabulary because our words matter. Our words create our world, right? And when you can commit to focusing on self-care and genuine optimism to support your mental health and the mindset aspect of healing with endo, Again, it's not something that's going to happen overnight, but committing to making that effort is a great New Year's resolution. I hope some of these resonated with you. I would love to hear what your resolutions are. Shoot me an email or reach out on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-A-B-R-I. And if you're emailing me, it's that at gmail.com. But if you're listening before New Year's, I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve. And if you're listening after New Year's, happy 2022. I hope you have a beautiful year and I cannot wait to see how much you grow. I'll catch you on the next episode of the Endo Babe podcast. Oh, babe, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I had so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you. If you thought that this was helpful or you loved any part of this podcast, I would love, love, love for you to screenshot it and post it on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I and tag me. I would love to see what you're getting out of the episodes. It makes me so happy. I would also love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that just helps other wonderful endo babes find me as well. I adore you and I believe that you don't deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to have a normal life despite endometriosis. I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on next week's episode of the Endo Babe Podcast.